Okay, yes, hello everybody. Yes, this is Anthony Quinn. Who else would it be? I'm here. I'm doing a quick intro real quick. And it's that quick that it's over already. Yes, I have a very talented woman on the line. Her name is Jeannie Knoll. How you doing, Jeannie? Hi, Anthony. I'm doing great. How are you doing? What's going on? <laughs> That sounds fake. Doesn't sound like you're doing so fucking great. I'm doing okay. Don't bullshit me on my fucking park. podcast, okay? I'm, I'm hanging in the park watching guys cut down trees. What could be better? <laughs> How you doing? How's it going? I'm good. I'm still not working, but I'm okay. hanging on by a thread. And uh, yeah, is that more realistic? Yes, there we go. That's what I want. Do not bullshit Anthony Quinn. You should know that by now. Come on. <laughs> I'm but. doing really badly. Can I curse? Um, yeah, you can I, say whatever you want. Um, you know, real quick, I just want to say I know Jeannie Knoll from the New Jersey comedy scene. Um, she's a very hardworking comedian, very forthcoming about the things in her life. And, um, you know, um, she's a nice person. I like her. I like seeing her around. Um, Thank you. So, um, all right. So, you know, you shared that, you know, you got some stuff going on. And this is a very, this is probably the best time in humanity to have a lot of bad stuff going on. Because <laughs> a lot of people. Why not? <laughs> <yeah>. A lot <laughs> of people. Club, right? Yeah, a lot of people have a lot of bad stuff going on. So, I mean, you know, we just got to try and, um, you know, stay positive. And I see you. I see you out there. You're going to support your friend tonight. You know, I mean, that, 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 really, that really shows what kind of person you are. You know, as much as things aren't going great for you, you're going to support your friend tonight. Thank you. And even, even like on normal nights, I have my mic that I run tonight. And I, I really like to just be there to support other people and get them up and at the mic and doing their thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, Jeannie runs a nice mic, very awesome mic. Well, it's been, I think we had, you had two of them, right? <laughs> I had two so far, yeah. Two, but I mean, you know. <laughs> it's funny, it, I had more before COVID. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm saying, so yeah, there's no before COVID. There's, this is a fresh start, baby. <laughs> this is day one, right? Before so COVID like, doesn't like exist. <laughs> Is there like B, C, A, D, and now what is this? A, C? For don't, after COVID? I don't know. We're going to have to fucking wait to see what this is, darling. I have no fucking idea. But, um, I know. But, um, no, Jeannie runs this mic, and she had it at Dingbats, and she did it across the street at this place, Dingo's. And um, it's been pretty good. I mean, the, the, the first night people were wasted. <laughs> <laughs> the audience. They were so fun though. Who cares if they don't remember anything we said? It's fun now. <laughs> it's fun now, but when you were when I was first and I went up and I was talking to drunk people, I'm not gonna say it wasn't you know, I had some some fun. But you know, it's all part of it. It's all part of it, man. It was nerve wracking. Yeah. But you know, but I you know, I use everything as a tool, man. You know, I mean there's gonna be times if you're doing open mics or you're doing shows in bars or you're doing contests and stuff like that, there's just gonna be times when people don't wanna hear comedy. Or it's not that they don't wanna hear it, yeah. they're not prepared to hear it. You know, I've gone to contests oh. where people like had tables with their friends and they weren't even paying attention. You know? Oh, so. I've been to those kinds of shows too. We were very lucky, actually, that they were so supportive, even though they were drinking and they had their music playing and they were like kind of into their own party. But as soon as we got on stage, they were cheering us on. It, well, they were very supportive of, well, of most. Of course, yes. Well, that's the thing is, we did what we had to do. They were doing what they did, and that's it. We minded our own business. We did what we had to do, and and they liked, you know, they sent, you know, liked it kinda. <laughs> But it was, you know, it was fun. Like <laughs> Not as many came back the next Monday, but I think tonight they're going to be back at Ding Dots, I think. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but no, I mean, like last week was better because it was more suited for comedy. They were ready for it. You know, so some people didn't come back. But that could have had nothing to do with, you know, they could. those people just maybe weren't available tonight. The people that were yeah, there. Yeah, it was young yeah. It was Yom Kippur last Monday, so that could be part of it. Yeah, so I mean, you know... They, they seemed very religious, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they were religious, all right. <laughs> uh, you were like... you, uh, you, you, The Sharon was... You and Sharon were like, there's a bunch of drunk people in there, Anthony. Can you go in there with us? Yeah, man. <laughs> ah, 
I was like, I said, of course I can. I'm Anthony Quinn. Come on, baby. <laughs> no, it was fun, man. Like, you got to be loud and you. Be you. Well, listen, I mean, you know, listen, I, this is what I've learned. And let me tell you, with this pandemic we've gone through and all this kind of stuff, um, I was talking to, who was it, Mark Henley the other day. I mean, I see so many things uh-huh. differently than I did um, before this. And, um, you know, if you want to do comedy, you have to do it for the right reason. And I'm just out there trying to have some fun, trying to get better. And um, uh, my butt hurt. My, my butt hurt meter is way down. <laughs> it, it's probably it's it's probably the lowest it's ever been because man, I mean, what we just went through. Yeah. I mean, if 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 you're somebody who has who's had the same problems your whole life, and now this happened, and you haven't had some way to bridge the gaps a little bit then I don't know what's going to help you. You know, because I'll tell you, this has helped me. This has helped me with a lot, with some things. But, you know, Jeannie, it's, it's when you're trying, you're right. to, when you're trying to better yourself and you're trying to do things, it's every day, okay? Like we had a pandemic where we couldn't do anything for a while and then you got better. But as soon as, if you don't stay in that frame of mind and you don't stay in that grateful, humble frame of mind, as soon as things get back together, you'll go right back. I'm, I'm talking about myself. I'll go right back to the same Yeah, behaviors. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm kind of humble, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, no. But, but, I mean, you're talking to me. Yeah, no. no. Yeah, yeah, like I, I know, like, yeah, compared to some of the things that could go on during the pandemic and everything, like, Getting on stage is not scary. <laughs> Getting up and talking to people is not a big deal, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, like there was just no comedy. There was nothing. And let me tell you, you know, I, I was in Harlem two not, to the past three weekends, right? Uh, they have an open mic at Marcus Garvey Park. They have a show and then there's a mic after, right? And the, the last right. week... The two weeks before, I did pretty well. People were like, you killed. Everybody was talking to me. It was nice. But this week, there was hardly anybody there, and I didn't get that good of a feeling, you know? And I was kind of, uh, I was kind of, no, but I'm saying I was, kind, I, I was kind of tired. And I didn't, you know, I didn't feel great. But then, you know, it's all right. That used to happen all the time before the pandemic, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, so, we just feel it. Yeah, we just have to try to keep things in the proper perspective. So what I'm saying is, is I think, you know, if you're somebody that had a problem with gratitude, um, you know, and I'm not saying I necessarily did. I've worked on this stuff a lot. But, um, you yeah. know, I it, it, it gave me personally a lot of time to sit around and... Um, and think about things and try to, um, you know, now that I'm doing comedy the past few years again, um, you know, I, I, ha- I feel like I have a purpose. I'm doing these podcasts and it's just, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I, I feel very grateful. Right. Dude. I feel very grateful. I'm actually, I'm still looking for my purpose. I don't have a purpose yet. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't but- know. I'm going through a lot. Like the, it's weird. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I had a different experience than you with COVID. I didn't spend the time, like, thinking about what I wanted to be doing. I spent the time, like, a lot of the beginning time so scared, like, scared out of my skin of, like, germs and whatever else. Yeah. But, um... Which is so very reasonable. Right which is now, Which is very reasonable. I mean, it's a fucking pandemic. Yeah. You know? It's scary as hell. And like but for me, like it just it feels good to be getting out like among people again, you know? Oh my god. I, I just Oh my god. Yeah, yes. I didn't realize how badly I, how like connected I am to other people and how how strong that connection is that like I don't know, even people that I don't know, like I, I just love being around people. I can't I I don't like being alone. So well, that's possibly why, probably why you're a comedian too. <laughs> yeah, true. That yeah, one wasn't that hard, like okay? <laughs> There's, I don't need my wizard hat for that one. But I mean, um, you know, this is, you know, this is this was a really tough time, man. And uh, you know, to 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 be sitting home and be scared. I mean, everybody was scared. This was this was um, this was something else. So yeah. So I've been doing. I'm, I'm just. I'm very grateful not to have those feelings anymore. You know. Yeah. I, I don't. I have some, but not not as strong. Well, what I what I this this podcast is basically about my life. You know, my life about you know people I know and things that I do. And one of the things that I really well, suffer with every day is food addiction. Um, I'm a food addict. Uh, 
Um, and what I'm trying to do and what I try to do with my emotions and all these kinds of things is live one day at a time. You know, and I know it's cliche, 12 steppy and stuff. People don't, you know, people, a lot of people turn away when you say that because they're just like, I've heard it before, heard it before. But have you tried? Right. But have you tried? I'm very familiar with 12 step programs and everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, not, not you. I'm just saying, not you, not you, but I'm saying like people that, that are, 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 you know, so dismissive. And listen, I'm not saying I go to Overeaters Anonymous, not enough. I haven't been in months because I haven't done any of the Zooms. Um, but I like going to Overeaters Anonymous. I don't agree with everything about the, you know, that the that they do, but I like going there because there's people like me there. Yeah, and they, their tools are very strong. Any like any of the um, twelve step programs have very strong coping tools for um, how to deal with your stress and your triggers that make you turn to food. Well, the thing about food is, is that, um, you know, we all have to eat, right? You, ha- you, you have to uncork the bottle every day when you're dealing with food. So OA is such a compassionate program because I identify with every single person. Every, if, right. it's, if somebody's 18 or if they're 80, I identify with everything they're talking about, about food. So, I mean, that's yep. powerful, especially these days. Oh, so what I was going to say about the, um, about not seeing people, um, right. you know, isolating is what we do. Like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it on. When I say we, a lot of times I'm saying generally not me and you, um, but it's what like I do. And, and a lot of people I've had people. on this, a lot of people I've had on this podcast that are comedians are like, yeah, well, you know, I isolate a lot, but we're used to seeing people at night. We're used to seeing our peers, um, at, you know, open mics and stuff like that. And when you have this amount of time away from people and you have social media that just twists your fucking brain, it's very, very yeah. crazy, you know? And when you're not seeing people, but you're just seeing them on social media, because what happens, I think when, when, when we had society, you know, a while ago, <laughs> you would see people and then you'd see them on social media. So it balanced it out kind of. Like, you'd be like, okay, they're there, and they're on social media. So now when you see people and they're just on social media, it's very easy to misunderstand what they're saying and what they're going through and right. what they're doing. And it's kind of a mind fuck. So, well, yeah, everyone sugarcoats on social media. Nobody, Nobody's really putting the 100% truth on social media. Well, I mean, sugarcoats is a good way to put it. I'm proud of you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I have I other. Use the <laughs> <laughs> I have other words that I use. I have other words that I prefer. Um, but you know, it's um, you know, it's just it's a mind fuck, man. It really is, especially if you're you know somebody who was um feeling yourself getting better at comedy. I mean, this podcast, I I've done some. We've been doing outdoor comedy in the city. Um, so I've done uh-huh. things through this pandemic that I feel that I've actually gotten better at comedy. Um, and that's my own personal thought. Right. So I did, a, I was doing for a period, a lot of zoom shows that I think did make me stronger in different ways. Yes. They made me more focused for sure. Because when, when you're, when you're at a bar doing comedy or for me anyway, when I'm at a bar doing comedy, I feel like I kind of get lazy and think that nobody could be taping me and that it's not going to leave the bar, you know? And, but but when you're on a Zoom thing, like it's very blatant that you're out there, that you, that other people are going to see you, and you kind of watch what you say a lot more. <laughs> anyway. So that's what we need to do. We need to follow you around and film everything you do. Is that it? <laughs> For me to behave, yeah. <laughs> if you want me to behave myself, yeah, do that. If you want me to be all stiff and like a news anchor doing comedy, sure, do that. We need a twenty-four hour <laughs> cameraman. We need a 24-hour cameraman. So, I don't know. And you'll all of a sudden see me prepare. I'll be writing. I'll be making punchlines, like everything, you know. I, I just, I like to just get up and talk to people. I'm even, I'm even like, questioning. Like, that's what I was saying. Like, I, I don't have a purpose right now. I'm, like, I'm questioning my whole outlook of comedy. Like, do I, I don't know. Do I like doing comedy or do I really just like hosting? Like, I just like being well, up there talking. Well, comedy, I don't, yeah. I don't necessarily love setup punch, you know. Well, comedy is is a mind fucking itself because you do good, then you do not so good. And when you're doing open mics, 
you have to realize that you're around the same fucking people. You know, um, like when I go, I do the thing, I do the thing like, my name's Anthony Quinn. I say my name a lot. People love that. But the same people that don't see it, I mean, I guess people tell me they love it, okay? I'm not being grandiose here. But I'm saying the reaction I get is a lot better from people that never heard my act. So we just have to, you know, it's about repetition. Comedy is about the passion, man. You know, it's about the passion. Yeah. And what you feel is what everybody fucking feels. You know, but if it's okay to fucking feel that way, but if you keep doing it, then you just keep doing it. And let me tell you, a lot of fucking people didn't have the nerve to do Zoom shows and they, they wouldn't do Zoom shows. Um, So just that you, the fact, and I saw you build, I saw you go, you were on Dat Fans, right? I was on Dat Fans. I was on one that was seen by like 8,000 people. Yeah. So I'm saying, so there you go, girl. Snap, snap. Uh, he was... He would like drill it into our heads, like you're gonna, you know, if you say the wrong thing, everyone's gonna know you said the wrong thing. So it was very scary, but I did it. I maintained my composure and I got it done. I actually prepared. I wrote, I wrote some material. I wrote a set, which now I have some new jokes as a result of it. So, I have a little extra time than so, I had before. You know, and that's how this this pot, what this podcast does for me too. Is that, you know, um, yeah. you know, it makes me push myself, makes me, sometimes I call it in, sometimes, you know, it's both, all my podcasts are fairly new. conspiracy has been about a year now. Um, this one's, you know, I think episode uh, 20 something. So, you know, it, it's easy right. to call it in sometimes, but that's okay. That's okay to have an episode that's not that great. This one's fucking awesome, though, Jeannie. This one is great. What are you saying? What are you trying to say? This one's fucking great, dude. Oh, my God. So, you know, but what I'm saying is is that... You're sounding a little like my parents there. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, Jeannie. Maybe we'll air the next one. (laughs) But... No, no, listen, you're doing fucking great, man. All this podcast is about, all this podcast is about is being honest and about talking about your life. And what I'm trying to do yeah. is I'm, I'm trying to live, Jeannie. I'm trying to live because, sweetie, I, I fucking, I wake up every, I, I go to bed every night and I fucking eat. And I scream in the middle of the fucking night, you know? And yeah. it's, I'm serious. Like if I eat anything after 10 o'clock, I get night terrors and I scream. And I wake up everybody. Oh, really? Oh, I go crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a serious thing, man. And I just, you know, I just, I have this thing. I have a, a really hard time with not eating at night. And even if I don't eat, like last night, I didn't eat, I didn't eat. And then like three in the morning, I ate. You know, it's just, it's just, I have to, yeah. you know, um, I've done it so many times where I, ha- I've, I've, I've pretty much beat these things um, for, for periods of time. Um, if I lose, does it, does, if, does it depend on what you eat? I'm sorry to cut you off, but does it depend on what you eat or is it just anything? That a you little eat? bit. Yes. A little bit. Yes. Like the, the, uh-huh. the problem is just about everything I eat at night is bad. Um, I've been yeah, doing, I've been doing, I've been doing a can of beans a day. Like I just ate my beans. I knew you were going to be a handful. So I needed my fucking beans. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could have brought a can of chickpeas. We could have I ate a can of beans. I brushed my teeth. I washed my face. I said, "Okay, let's go do this with Jeannie." <laughs> let's let's go talk to this girl. I actually I had ice cream. I'm sorry to say I had vanilla and pumpkin ice cream and a cherry. That's okay. And That's whipped okay. cream. Well, you know, so know. so so this water. is the thing. So okay, so let's talk about that. So you just had that now. Um, about an hour ago. Yeah. So I mean, if and you're gonna, if I you're, was, I was. Wait, let me just tell you this. I was all set to come to the <coughs> park and go for a walk after my ice cream, but I couldn't find a parking space, so I parked right behind a big orange truck with two guys going up in those um, those cups, you know, and like cutting down a tree. So I just I got comfortable just watching them. <laughs> 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 It was wow! Fun. I was like, you must yeah, be enjoying them. Time. You must be enjoying that orange Skittles, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. right. So, yeah. So, yeah, 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 I get you. So, <laughs> so you're so you you are you are funny, man. And you know the thing I like the most about you, Jeannie, is that you're. I mean, I like everything about you, but you're very sincere. You're very genuine. Um, Thank you. 
And um, that's you what I'm. Too. That's what I'm looking for. I know I am, baby. <laughs> I'm too fucking genuine. <laughs> I'm too, We're all pretty sincere to ourselves. I'm too right? fucking sincere. I'm too genuine, man. I got to get more sinister. <laughs> but um, so don't let the loud voice fool you. So so right? what so what we were <laughs> don't let the, so what we were gonna what we were saying is what I was saying is if you're gonna eat something like that at that time of day, it's actually not even that bad. You know, because it's early in the day. Like right. you said, you could take a walk. You're gonna be walking around. You. But what I'll do is I'll eat that shit at night. I'll eat it the night before I go to bed. You know, I had um, uh, sugar snow caps last night. I wasn't going to eat them. I wasn't going to eat them. I wasn't going to eat them. Right. And I was fine. I made, there's like, um, it's kind of like I have to let food digest a certain amount for at least an hour or two before I go to bed. Otherwise, I'll scream at night. And, so, and I, let me ask you, wait, are, are these night terrors, is that because you're so upset with yourself for eating the food or is it like a physical thing? It's a physical thing. I think what happens is um, it triggers. I've always been a restless sleeper, and um, I have Tourette's and I have sleep apnea. So I think like the oh, sleep, wow. the sleep apnea triggers my restless sleeping and my Tourette's in a way, and it's a very strange thing. But if I lose thirty, gotcha. if I lose twenty pounds, it doesn't happen. Like if I if I if I lose twenty to forty pounds, it doesn't happen. Because um, you right. know, um, my body's not as stressed out, and now we're getting—I'm getting older. I said we're getting older, but I, I'll just keep it on myself. <laughs> we're, we're both getting older. <laughs> we're all getting older. Every single person, even your baby's getting older. My baby. <laughs> um, you, you can't know. Stop but we're we're getting older, man, and and you know my what I'm finding is my body reacts differently to certain things now. You know, like I did this for yeah. years. I ate for years, even when I was heavy, and now I just can't do it. So we have to make a decision. Right. I have to make a very serious decision. You know what? I've been trying to make it, but I, I mean, I really just have to try to do this, man, because I just had a baby, a baby. You know, I mean, he's a year old. <laughs> And you want to be around. And he's you beautiful. Be for that kid. He's beautiful. He's he's a savage. Aww. He is a straight I can imagine. savage. He just wants his mommy and F you. That's it, man. You know, like, <laughs> like, oh, like, like he's cool yeah, with me. You want to be around. He's cool you with me and stuff, around. but he's cool with me, but he's like with his mom, like, what's up, man? You all right? You all right? <laughs> I'm kind of, t- all right, I'll hang out now. I'll hang out, but I'm kind of tired, but I'll chill with you. Like, he's uh, so, he's so funny and so sweet. And mine, mine all love me more, too, than my ex. So, <laughs> that's a slippery slope, man. That's a slippery slope. So, but what I'm saying is, is, is like, I mean, you know, do I want to be like some guy that's like, I can't play with my kids because I'm, I have diabetes. You know, like, I mean, that's coming. Yeah. That's coming for me, Jeannie. I mean, my blood sugar is always, my blood sugar has always been good. Everything's always been good. My blood pressure has been good. But I mean, for how long? You know, I mean, uh, you know, my, right. my, so, my mom had a stroke. My grandfather's strokes run in my family, man. So, you know, it's just... You gotta be careful there. Well, these are things we have to think about, you know, because we don't want to be in a situation where we're an invalid and then see right. how much people like you. <laughs> you think people don't like well, you now? Have, <laughs> Wait till you're a fucking invalid. <laughs> What'd you say? I know, right? Yeah, then forget about it. Wait till they have to take care of you. Yeah, <laughs> I am... Um, I have a I have a food related story actually because uh, I want to say about five six years ago I was pretty close to two hundred pounds. Wow! I was okay. like I was actually yeah I was one ninety six right mm. and um, I I went to the doctor and the doctor was like you know whatever I went for a cold and he was showing me how to use the inhaler the right way. And as he was doing that, he looked at my tongue, and my tongue had, like, some white stuff on it, and he said that that's, like, pre-diabetic, or pre-pre-pre-diabetic, and he suggested that I give up carbs, like, all white carbs. Now, I couldn't do that if I just wanted to lose 10 pounds, but a doctor telling me, you're going to get diabetes if you don't give up carbs, I went home the next day, and I gave up carbs, like, immediately, for about, um about two months two months time i lost 50 pounds nice yeah now, now the, yeah the, the, and, yeah go ahead oh, i'm sorry not only that like i felt more clarity i felt 
Like they're serious. I eat the white carbs now, but like they are serious poison. And, um, if I let myself eat too much of that stuff, I do notice I have a lack of focus. I notice my weight starts to go up very quickly. Now I'm like, I'm about, I went up about 20 pounds from, from what I got down to. Now I'm actually in between. I have about 10 more or so, but I'm, I'm doing pretty well with just eating smaller portions of everything. Well, okay. Well, the, the white, the thing is the, the white carbs are, you know, are terrible for you. And um, what happens is people stop eating carbs and they lose a lot of weight. Um, and that's cool. That's cool. But a lot of times when you just don't eat carbs, you always gain it back. People always gain at least some of it back. Um, I think you have to eat yeah. s- some carbs. But um, there's no need for us to ever be eating bleach flour. You know. Yeah, that's, what, that's exactly what I'm saying. I gave up the white the white carbs, the yeah. white sugar, yeah. not not potatoes, not beans, not rice. But, well, e- rice but even, too. I even, gave up white, I yeah. gave up rice, pasta, cookies, crap like that. You but, know? but but rice, you could eat brown rice. I mean, there's ways around yeah. it. There's ways, and trust me, man, when you don't eat rice and you eat some brown rice, you fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, right. If that's all you're getting, yeah. <laughs> don't eat rice for six months and have some brown rice. You'll be like, this is the best rice I've ever fucking had. <laughs> I know. I feel like it takes it's too much effort to chew it, which I know sounds like I'm the laziest fuck in the world. But <laughs> so okay, I don't so no, something about brown rice. So so okay, so. What, what you, you just volunteered that you had that problem with the, the diabetes. Um, yeah. So now, were you heavy when you were a child or no? I don't think you were, right? No, I was like a string bean. I was very, very, I was like just long and skinny, you know? So you never really had problems with food growing up as a child or anything? Well, I'm going to say like at puberty, I started to gain weight and then I was kind of chunky all throughout high school. And then at 21 or so, I almost became like anorexic. I was taking like, you know, I was doing speed and I whatever. I was taking diet pills, Dexatran, like all that crap. And no dose was like a common thing at that time. And I I lost a lot of weight. I got down to like 120 and like my hips were sticking out, whatever. I thought it looked cool, but it was horrible. And um, then I slowly like gained that back. And then I just kind of leveled off at where I am now. Okay. All right. So, all right. So you noticed in your like early 20s, you had a little bit of a, of a, of a compulsion about your weight. Yeah. 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 So, you know, and that's, and that's, uh, you know, what, what's done to women, you know, um, about their weight is terrible. And, you know, if you're overweight in high school, sometimes it's, it's, you know, it's almost better to be a little chunky because then like you get out of high Uh school and then you like lose weight and then you, you know, um, because I think sometimes the people that are even that are, that are, are thinner in high school and are better looking are the ones that even have it worse, believe it or not. You know, because there's a lot of... Yeah, a lot of, Go ahead. I'm sorry. They have a lot of control issues about what they're eating and what they're doing, and their parents are probably on them, their moms, whatever. Well, I mean, that's, and that's what it is. The grass is always greener on the other side of the street. Um, I've talked to a lot of people that were, quote, unquote, you know, beautiful people in high school, and they were they're bulimics. They were abused uh-huh. in a lot of ways and stuff. So, I mean, you know... It, it, and that's what I try to do is I try to identify and not compare myself to anybody, you know, because sure. you never know what anybody went through. You never know. I mean, Jeannie, I did the diet pills. I mean, I took no dose in high school for fun. <laughs> once. Yeah, I did, I once, did, okay. Did, it sort of was for fun and it was to get the energy to lose weight. Like, it was yeah. stupid, yeah. It was fun, once yeah. and then I and then I found out where to get the real speed, okay? I was like, fuck this. <laughs> but Yeah, we had that one guy selling the real speed too, yeah. And then, like, somebody had a catalog, I remember, and they were like, all the speed pills were, like, listed in this catalog. Yeah, yeah, like, yep. Oh, yeah, you can still get those. You can still like get 15. those. Yeah, it was just like from like Canada or Mexico. Um, so, <laughs> so I mean, so you know, so we've been through that. So, and this is it, right? At the end of the day, I'm Anthony Quinn, and I, I'm me. I have to do this for me. I can't do it for yeah. my kids. 
I can't do it for my comedy. And what you were saying before about the, um, when you ate, you felt disoriented. So, so let me ask you this. Have you ever had a food hangover? Have you ever woken up um, and felt the ramifications from something you ate the night before? Oh, yeah, definitely. I've gone to bed feeling the ramifications and like all through the night until the next day, all day. Yeah, totally. Wow. So, so that's, I mean, a lot of, I say food hangover to people and they look at me like I'm crazy. They look at no, me. No, I know what that is. I'm yeah. familiar. They look at me like I'm crazy. So that's the thing. So that's a degree of unmanageability, right? If you're eating. Well, the, pro- the thing is, I'm sorry, but if you're if you're consistently eating like that, then you're consistently in a food hangover that never goes away until you stop. And then all of a sudden you realize, for me anyway, like all of a sudden when I, when I give up the white carbs after like four days, all of a sudden I realize, oh my God, I'm focused. Like I, I can. Yeah. I can think so much clearer. It's the weirdest. I've I've experienced it many times. And yeah, I go back to them because they're addictive. And you know what, Jeannie? You live in fucking New Jersey, okay? I live in New York. We live... There's. Uh This is the best food in the world, man. You know, I mean... Yeah. it's, It's just like, I mean... It, it tastes so good, and this is okay. This is the best white carbs in the world. Okay, <laughs> at least give us that. <laughs> this is the best, the worst place to live if you can't yeah. eat white carbs, man. So I know pizza, Chinese rice, whatever. I mean, yeah, totally. I, New ramen. I've done noodles. ramen. Don't talk to me about ramen soups. I went to jail. Okay, I don't want to talk about ramen soups. <laughs> <laughs> But you know when when I when I I said don't say that word when when I when I when I eat all the right stuff right when I do my nutritarian diet and I eat all the right stuff I feel amazing man I feel amazing and I lose weight and then all of a sudden I just stop doing it I start daydreaming about pizza and let me tell you yeah why why does that happen There's been times I didn't have pizza for over a year maybe even years. Uh There's been times I didn't have candy or soda for years. And I mean, year, soda, I could take or leave a lot of times. But it's the yeah. pizza, man. Like, don't have pizza for a year and then have a piece of, like, Joe's Pizza in the city? Jesus. It's like, find me a drug better than that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, here's here's actually the funny thing for me. When I gave up the carbs for the two months, when I... I don't mean carbs, I mean white carbs, but when I started up again, I actually didn't like them, and I had to get used to them again, And but yet I forced myself to get used to them. Like the first the first um, Chip Ahoy cookie that I had after losing my weight was very, very, very sweet, and almost disgustingly sweet, and I didn't like it at all, but like the next day, I wanted another one, and then all of a sudden, I ate like a sleeve, you know? Like so, it's, yeah, so this is, this I don't, is, I don't get it. This is what I deal with all the time. It's behaviors, right? Like, I wasn't even hungry yeah. last night. I was not even yeah. fucking hungry. I just knew it would taste good. You know, I was upset. I'm lonely, like whatever, you know, like our brains are very complicated, very sophisticated. I could get upset in a second. I could get lonely in a second, but I can also focus on good stuff and be good in a second. Hey, we're back. Sorry about that, people. (laughs) I still have Jeannie Noel here. What were we saying? Um, Well, I was talking about white starches. And about how, what happens is you're used to these your whole life, right? So it's behavior. Yeah. So I wasn't even fucking hungry last night, but I knew it would taste good. So I just, yeah. I just went all in. And then, you know, I'm sorry. It actually hasn't, wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Um, I really didn't have a food hangover today per se, but I slept a little later than I normally do. So, so. What, what it comes down to is I have to do it for myself, right? I have to do it for myself. I yeah. can't do it for my kids. I can't do it for comedy. I have to try to do it for myself because that's... It's true. That's all we have in the end and in the beginning. And when you're on stage, right? Who's up there with you? Yeah. Unless, you're there for you. Unless I you're, know. Unless you're postman and he has people up there for him. <laughs> <laughs> this is a guitar player. Oh. But, Wait, were you there? You weren't there last 
night at, or Saturday night at Flamingos, I was there. Uh, Steve, was, I just went to watch, but Steve had um, a guitar player up there with him. Wow, awesome! Yeah, yeah, he's he's awesome. Give a shout out to Steve Poston. He yeah, listens, he I li- love Postman. He listens. He listens to the podcast. I think. And he's a great guy. Oh, he does? All right. Hi, Steve. Very supportive. I don't know where the hell we were. Oh, he was, uh, he's funny. Like, if somebody blows the light, he's like, why the hell would they do that? <laughs> like, he's got such a sweet nature about him. Very nice guy. So, um, Yeah, you don't realize when you're blowing the light. I anyway, <laughs> yeah, anyway. So, so, now you said now you've been eating the starches and all that kind of stuff. So, how do you feel right now about your food? You feel you're doing well with your food? I feel like I'm doing well. Yeah, I actually just recently lost about ten pounds, so I'm I'm doing all right. But I did it more more this time with lowering my portions and trying to make sure that, like, I kind of play tricks on myself and I say, okay, you're gonna you're gonna have ice cream today, but you better have a piece of fruit and a vegetable too, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I make sure that I, I get like a little good and a little bad in and I just try to live like that, you know? Well, well life's too short, man. You know, if, if you gotta, you know, if you gotta have ice cream, have some ice cream. This this thing I'm trying to do that I really want to get onto this food plan, um, a lifestyle, like a food lifestyle. I, if I eat all good food, 80% of like really good food, Food that's so good that it's bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really good, but it doesn't taste that good. But it's, so if I eat, yeah. if I eat 80% of that stuff, then I can eat 20% of whatever I want. And honestly, yeah. once that's, you. That's kind of how I, that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, basically. But once you start eating all the good stuff, then you don't want to eat 20%. Maybe once in a while, but you just want to eat good stuff. So what I have to try to do is just start eating like I'm putting food in my tank, uh, a gas in my tank, in my gas tank. And I've done it, Jeannie. I've done it many times. I've lost over 50 pounds, I would say, five times. Oh, wow. You know? I just lost it the one time. But yeah. it felt great. I mean, I felt amazing. I looked great. Like, Yeah. You know? and, and then you start looking at fucking mirrors all the time, right? Yeah, I could wear whatever, like, I could try, I could wear whatever kind of clothes I wanted. Like, I wasn't restricted to, like, anything, you know, like, I don't know, whatever. Like, I just, different outfits were available to me at that point, you know? And as you get older, it's harder to lose the weight. So now I'm to the point where my body doesn't respond like it used to. But it, it, you know, your body's very, very, our bodies are very resilient. And if we start, if I start eating the right food, I'm sure it will respond. It's another thing I tell myself. But Jeannie, I've just done it so many times. Yeah. I just don't want to fucking do it. I don't want to cut salad again. I just don't. You know? I know. I know. Well, well let me ask you, what about exercising? Do you do that? <laughs> you know, um, I had hurt my arm. A co- do you the remember- laugh. I love the laugh. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you remember when my arm was in a sling? I don't know if you knew me then. Um, I don't. I think before you came around, um, my arm was in a sling. I had I had had a seizure, and I had fallen and popped my arm out of the socket. So, oh my gosh, my Sorry. arm was my arm was hurt pretty bad. So I really wasn't exercising that much since that happened. That was a couple of years ago. Um, I do walk with the baby sometimes, and I do walk sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I was into the gym for a while, um, but. You know, it's just like anything else. It has to be a, a it has to be one day at a time for me. Even with the comedy. And it's a choice, right? Even it's with the comedy. Can I tell you? Go ahead. Yeah. No, I, I get it even with the comedy. Absolutely. I was just going to say during the um, summer when I was doing the Zoom mics with that fan, I actually took a couple of um, classes from him and I got to say he the he is I like him a lot. I, I, um, I stopped doing his Zoom mics and I don't really talk to him much anymore. But in a couple of those classes, he's he's very like, um, I don't know, like it, it was weird. Like, you know me, I'm always like, why don't I prepare? Why don't I do what I'm supposed to do? Whatever. So each week I would ask him like a different question. And the one week I was like, I don't know, what, what do you do when you just can't get yourself to prepare? Or in this case, when you just can't get yourself to exercise or do this. And he, he kept saying to me, you make a choice. 
and I thought that was very um, 12-step programming, you know, like you make a choice. And it was brilliant to me, and I had never thought of it that way. And I wrote it on a Post-it, and I, like, looked at it every day for, like, a week, and then I stopped. But, like, if you keep, if you wake up, like, if every time you try to talk yourself out of something and just say in your head, make a choice, you know, then that's... That, to me, was very powerful, you know? Yeah, and, you know, similar things we say is you can start over whenever you want, right now. Right now. I tend to think, like, care about what other people think about me, the situation. And I read this book one time. Uh You know, I can't find it. I've tried to find it. And it was... The premise, the beginning of the book was so awesome. And it was talking about how every situation we go into, we don't really go into any situations you know, um, the right way. Every situation we go into, we're going in with a a premonition from a, a, from a past situation. So if I go to the store, I'm not thinking this is great. I'm going to the store. I'm thinking about the last time I went to the store. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking it's going to be like that. But what I should be thinking is, Hey, you know, um, I'm living life and I'm going to anything can happen. Anything can happen in this store. I can make it's not right. the it's not the best analogy, but I'm saying I it, but it's something that you don't want to do, like some store that I don't like. But hey, who knows? I can go in there and 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 do whatever I want. So I think our brains just get are way too big for our own good, and we can. It, yeah, I see this all the time when I was divorced. When I when I was getting divorced, I would be like around people that were getting divorced and stuff, and they would do stupid things. This one guy said, I haven't seen my kids in two years. And I started crying. I called my lawyer. My lawyer was like, no. She said, ask him. She said, ask him. He probably did something. And I asked the guy and he goes. Yeah, like why? Yeah. He goes, yeah, well, I I threw a rock at her car while she was driving and smashed her windshield. I'm like, okay. (laughs) So So I will do that. (laughs) Attempted murder. Okay. That's why you're not seeing your kids, asshole. You know, so, I mean. (laughs) If yeah. if you sit yeah, around exactly. and if I sit around and think all day like pizza 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 I'm gonna go eat pizza. If I ride a motorcycle and I keep thinking, you know, and I use this I use this analogy. Right, I used to ride motorcycles. I I, I stopped the motorcycles when I had the, when I started having kids. But if yeah. you think if you're riding a motorcycle, a dirt bike, any kind of I've had dirt bikes, road bikes, all kinds of bikes. If you're thinking you're gonna fall, you're gonna fucking fall. You know, you have to think about riding the bike, what the bike needs, where your weight needs to be distributed. You know, you have to think about moving forward, not if you can fall or not, not if you can fall or not. Otherwise, you're going to fall even with a bicycle. If you ride a bicycle and you start thinking, hey, man, I could I could probably fall. You're going down. (laughs) That's all there is to it. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so. Yeah, exactly. So, you just make choices. Just make better choices. Like you said, I mean, well, I mean, it, it all comes down to us, but but sometimes when, when it's with food, right, we've been eating this stuff our whole life, Jeannie, so our brains yeah. are, like, programmed for this. Like, a Dorito is like a fucking computer chip, you know? That shit is yeah. made to hit every sensor. That is anti-Anthony oh, Quinn. wait. <laughs> this, this is what I wanted to say, though. The thing about making a choice... The thing about making a choice, though, is that, like, you know, you're making a choice worked for me because it's not necessarily what I want to do. But if I make the choice, it will it will lead me to, like, better feelings about what I did, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying is, is, you know, we just have to try our best, man. You just have to wake up. And if you're doing good. If you're doing good stuff and you're not hurting anybody and you think you're doing the next right thing, then good things are going to happen. But it doesn't mean that everything's going to be great all the time. And I'm saying this no, because this no. is what I fucking think. Everything I'm saying is is how I think. Because <laughs> I'm a sick fuck. That's why I do this podcast. <laughs> but, but no, man. I mean, listen, I just want to live... I want to love, and I feel like a hippie saying this, but love is the only way out, man. You know, you got to learn how to love. And the first person we have to learn how to love is ourselves. You know, I mean, once, once you can start loving yourself, then people see that shit. It's like a hypnotic suggestion. 
You're giving a some people I love. Feel like, go ahead. Honestly, it's so funny that you called me to do this today of all days because I woke up feeling a lot of self love today for some reason. Like I just woke <laughs> up like thinking seriously. Like I've been chasing like guys, feeling lonely, thinking I needed something that I really don't. You know chasing a relationship, trying so hard to find Mr. Right, you know, whatever. And I woke up this morning after going to, like, a, a couple of different dates this past week. I woke up this morning like, you know what? I think I'm good. I think I just want to be by myself. And it's not that bad, you know? But, hey, if you got a couple dates, that's not that bad either. Yeah, no, that was fine. I mean, I'm happy about the dates. Don't get me wrong. Like, they, it was fun, and I made some friends. But, like, I'm thinking... It's ah, not did a, you break somebody's fucking heart? Did you break somebody's heart? I did <laughs> No, I don't think... Not yet. Not until they hear the podcast. No, I'm tell, just do you tell? <laughs> do you tell guys that they have to treat you like shit for them to like you? Do you tell them that or no? No, shush. Let's not talk too much about my material here. Because the, the wrong person might hear it. But the point is, the whole point of it, though, is what I'm saying. Back to the point about food, how it pertains to food and, and exercise and life choices. No, I'm just busting. No, no, I'm with you. I just, I just woke up. I woke up today feeling very refreshed that That's I don't great. need a relationship. I would still, I would love to have someone to tool around with, you know, like to pal around with and go do things. And I like male energy, so I think that that comes with the um, the field of doing comedy. Like it's predominantly male unless you go to the all female shows, you know. Yeah. But um, I would like a buddy to hang out with, you know, not an F buddy, but a buddy like a pal. And um, I don't know. It's like, you know, but. But I woke up this morning feeling like it's not imperative like I was thinking it was, you know? Well, I think, honestly, I think the way you woke up this morning is the way it is. And I think if you're looking for somebody, the way you woke up this morning is the way you're going to find somebody. Yeah, you know? or, or not find somebody. Or some, but I'm saying like, if, it's, if, it's meant, yeah, if it's meant for you to find somebody, you'll find somebody. I find that I have found, since we're using found a lot, <laughs> I have found um, that when I'm looking for um, when I'm looking for somebody, like when I'm when I w- before you know I, I've I've done my share of dating, and yeah, when I was really looking for somebody, I never found them. I never found them. It was always like yeah, um, or you or you thought you you go with someone and then you think that they're they have to be it. Like that's the only guy in the world, you know, and they're not, you know. And like I, I think I just finally woke up also realizing that this morning. It was a good morning. Good. That's great. That's great. All right. So we're gonna wrap up. We're gonna wrap up. But um, you know, I I uh, I appreciate okay. I appreciate your your candor and you sharing some stuff with us. Um, you know, no about, about some of the struggles you've had with food and, um, you know, uh, hang in there. I think, you know, I think you're doing great, man. I think your comedy has been getting better. I think, dude, I see you. I think Thank you're you. great. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. I think you're great too. I, I just, I feel like I've grown, you know, maybe I've grown as a person and maybe that's what you need to do. To well, do growing is comedy, pain, you know? Growing is pain. I mean, yeah. honestly, if I'm if I'm too happy and feeling too good, something's wrong. <laughs> True, and also like to be, to me, I know uh, the the whole thing though about comedy is like it takes a lot of self love also to just be up there and be proud and be able to just say your shit and not worry about what people are thinking. Well, I think that's what people struggle with. That's what you know. My my yeah. opinion is a lot of comics are looking for approval. They don't like themselves that yeah. much, so they're looking for approval from the audience. And when you, I think, yeah, when, that, you, that's, I, I think talk, when you sorry. become a, no, no, it's okay. When you become a, a, you know, better in comedy and you actually become, you feel more, then you start to like yourself more and then people like your comedy even better. So, yeah, when I, you just get, just break down the walls. I, I don't know if you know, I did a Facebook live stream for a year. Like, I stopped it, you know, I stopped it a while ago, like about a year ago, I guess. But um, that was always my thing, too. I was always so afraid of what people thought of what I was saying that I didn't really just express myself, you know? Oh, we'll bring this up real quick. The other day, somebody, I've been doing these podcasts for a while, somebody finally made a negative comment about one of my podcasts. 
And, you know, and it was one person. I've had a lot of people contact me about the podcast and say good stuff. A lot. But I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little pissed off about it. You know? So, I mean, you know. I I get it. But this guy is, you know, this guy probably made him feel better for whatever reason. But he, he didn't really say anything that bad. But, you know, it's like you got to look. What's the greater good, man? I'm enjoying this. People are enjoying it. And, you know, what other people think of me is none of my business. Yeah, I actually want to bring mine back because I, I had received some quote-unquote feedback from people too and my reaction is not to get mad my reaction is to change everything about myself you know to fit into what they think I should be which has never been a healthy thing to do yeah dude the whole Facebook live thing confuses me I always tell people if you see me doing Facebook live you know something's wrong you better expect a pecker The pack is coming. (laughs) I was doing it a while. Like, this was about three years ago when I started it. It was before it was, like, so common, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so listen. It was my my cheap podcast. Anyway, that's another day. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. You have anything you want to plug? You have anything coming up? Um... Just my, my mic at Dingo's or Dingbats in Clifton. Yes, keep, um, a, keep an eye out know, for, I don't, for... I don't know. For Jeannie Knowles' mic, you can go on her Facebook. What's your What's your Instagram? It's uh, Jeannie Knowles 333. Okay. So go to her Instagram, go to her Facebook, and, um, you know, follow this woman. Keep track yeah. of what she's doing. Yeah. She's my and friend. Oh, let me just... Oh, let me spell it N-O-L-L, not a K. It's J-E-A-N-N-E, N-O-L-L. It's N-O-L-L, so people, okay? There. Don't you dare think there's a K in there. If you think there's a K in there, you're out of no your K. mind. Okay. Yeah, Jeannie, don't, Jeannie. don't put a K where it don't <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to talk, talk to you We're going to talk to you soon, Jeannie, okay? Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye, everyone. All right, Thanks. bye-bye. Right, everybody. Yeah, Jeannie, no. We had some landscapers out here that started some some yard work. I don't know how much of that you heard, but um, it's all good. I'm Anthony Quinn. This has been Food Addict. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs>